0: Again, thank you, man, for joining the call. We're looking forward to uh, sharing with you all week. And the topic is the value and impact of a happy marriage plan. The value and impact of a happy marriage plan. So marriage is the greatest opportunity to for Christ followers uh, to present the image of God to the world. The Bible says that let us make man in our image and our likeness, Genesis 1, 26 through a Christ-centered marriage we present the image of love the image of unity the image of family the image of dominion the image of co-equality the image of total peace the image of the celebration of gifts and abilities the image of submission to one another the image of roles and functions an image of teamwork this list is endless because God is endless. At the beginning of our marriage with my wife Sandra, we did not know what a God-designed marriage looked like. We both came from divorced homes, and we had no examples of how this marriage worked, how marriage worked. In fact, one of the statements that I make often is that you you can only live out the pictures that you embrace. So when you think about that statement of images, images are very powerful. They shape your belief. Your values, your expectations, instead of hope or fear, they speak to failure or success. If you've never seen a God designed marriage, how are you supposed to live that out? When God spoke to Moses in building a tabernacle, when, when Moses was about to wreck the tabernacle in the book of Hebrews, verse 5, he was warned by God saying, See that you make all things, or exactly, According to the copy of the model, the model, which was shown to you in the mountain. And so God spoke to Moses to build this tabernacle. And Moses could not build that tabernacle until he saw an image of it. And you cannot build a marriage if you don't see an image of what that really looks like. You can't build it effectively. You have to have something in front of you, an example of what that looks like to actually live that out. And in fact, if you grow up with the improper image of a marriage, it's hard to overcome that. What I see that has happened today is that when you think about marriage, it is really God's ideal. It's God's plan. In fact, what I say is that the enemy has committed brand identity theft, brand identity theft. The image of marriage has been distorted and the enemy has stolen this, this image. And people today are struggling in their marriages because they don't know what that image is. And what I want to talk about this week is the value and impact of a happy marriage plan. Now we're going to we're gonna talk a little bit about the, the, the marriage equities concept and that's what we're gonna be talking about. That's the that's the concept that I share called marriage equity. All right, we'll talk about what that is in a minute. And tomorrow we're gonna to talk about brand identity theft. We're gonna really break that, unpack that. And then Wednesday we're gonna talk about image bearers, because we are image bearers of the father and his family. 1st we're going to talk about what the marriage equity plan overview is, and just give you an overview of what the marriage equity plan is. And then we're going to talk about championing the cause, championing the cause. So when I talk about marriage equity, what what do I mean? Well, think of it this way. Your marriage is either a house or it is a car. When you think about those two things, a car you buy a car, you drive it out the lot, and when you buy the car, the car is the best that will ever be. It, it's new. But as you drive it out of that lot, at that very moment, the car begins to lose value. It begins to depreciate. It is not an asset. It, it's, a, it's a, It depreciates in value. And the longer you drive the car, things begin to break down. Things begin to lose the value and you go, you go to what we call this the blue book to see what the current value of a vehicle is. And what happens is when the vehicle gets to the point where it is old, then you trade it in. You get rid of it. In fact, there are times, I know I had a car that I felt if I kept making repairs, you know, I would just continue to make repairs. It's time to get a new car. So the thought process is never to keep a car as an, as, an, as an appreciating asset, it's, it's understood that when you buy a car at some point, you're going to have to get a new one. And unfortunately, many people operate in their marriages that way because, hey, if this doesn't work out, I'll just get a divorce. I'll get another marriage. It's so often that people are in marriage and they commit adultery because they're tired of their relationship. The relationship doesn't have the value The person in that relationship doesn't have the value that they used to have. That's why people get divorced. That's why people aren't happy. That's why people end up sleeping in different rooms. Sometimes people stay married, but they're not really enjoying it. They're not happy in that relationship. And so that's the concept of a car. However, if a marriage is a house, it's an appreciating asset. When you buy a house, you know that this is an investment. This is something that you invest in. This is something that will improve and, and and gain value over time. And equity, of course, is the the actual market value of the of the home minus the debt. And uh and that's what you come up with the concept of equity. So when you look at your marriage as a as an investment, and the, and the phrase that we use, Sandra and I use, is investing in love for a lifetime return. What are we investing in? We're investing in love for a lifetime return because an investment, and we've got some financial people on here, is it, uh, like compound interest. You, you continue. When you consistently put that money in, the, in that account and so you leave it there over time, that begins to grow. It's a slow growth, but then it can accelerates as you as the years go by. see and, and when you understand when your concept was a car, as the years go by, that that curve goes down. but when you when your marriage is a house, as the years go by, that curve begins to accelerate as it should be. Because this is God's design. This is God's ideal for marriage. You know, you think about, all um, right now I've got in my home here, I have an unfinished basement, all right? Now I don't sit there and, and say, you know what, that, binish, that that basement isn't finished. I'm moving out of this house. I'm done with this. I'm not. I'm not gonna put up with this unfinished basement. I'm leaving. No, 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 begin to work on that. I have a plan to work on, got to get some uh, uh, architect to look at some things. I've already had somebody uh, take some measurements because I understand that that's, that's part of the process when things are unfinished. So you can, when you, when you marry a person, they're unfinished. You're unfinished. And so you begin to work on You begin to make improvements. If something breaks down, you don't say, well, I'm done with this. You know, I'm, I'm not going to tolerate this broken down situation or this broken down, maybe the plumbing or, or maybe the, the air conditioning. You know, not long ago, the air conditioning. Uh, last year, our air conditioning failed. Well, we didn't walk away from the house. Well, I got to kind of qualify that because my wife said that you need to get this air condition, conditioning fixed. I'll be in the hotel until you get it fixed. <laughs> so she did say that. So of course that motivated me to do a lot quicker. But we we went out and and had someone uh, completely uh, install a brand new air conditioning system, and it was quite an it's quite an expense actually. But I was willing to make that expense because I understood that a house is an investment. So there are things you have to work on. And when things break down, you have to improve those things and fix things. So that's the concept. When we talk about marriage equity. That's the concept here. Marriage is a house, not a car. In fact, I, I'll close with this statement. The day you are married is the worst that you should ever be. The day you are married is the worst that you will ever be you know why because as you improve yourself year by year your marriage improves so instead of working on your spouse you work on yourself